0: The subject matter discussed in this episode contains mentions of bullying and sexual assault. Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> My name is Dice Roland. Uh, welcome to Brain Mucus. This is a horror of mental health episode where my guests and I discuss a movie of their choosing. The goal is not to judge or review the movie based on whether or not it's good or bad. It's to explore the significance of it regarding mental health and specifically in the lives of my guests. Today, I have very special guests being Ken and Ashley joining me. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. Doing great. Very
1: How excited to be here. Doing all right.
0: Like oh I God. was mentioning before, it's wet here. It's raining. Yeah. So perhaps that's convenient weather. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so for anybody who doesn't somehow know who you guys are, why don't you kind of explain a little bit? take
1: it <laughs> So we do, um, we are Sledgehammer Horror. We do my first horror movie. Uh, where I bring guests on and talk to them about the first horror movie they watched and how it affected them. Um, And then Ashley writes a couple different segments.
2: Um, We have a segment called Didn't See That Coming, where we take a movie with a twist and kind of talk about how the twist affected us. And then we do a segment called Versus, where we take an original versus a remake and verse them against each other.
1: And then we just started doing a new one called In Defense Of where we defend movies that are not very popular throughout the genre <laughs> and the fans of. And Dice's episode will be out in just a couple of weeks. So we're very excited for you guys to check that out. We're very excited with how that turned out. Yes. Hey.
0: <laughs> Excellent. It shall be fun, of course. What's the horror movie that you guys picked out?
2: Um, we chose Come Play. How's this communication been going? Poor guy still does not have any friends.
0: How come Oliver still gets to use his phone in class? He's autistic, dude. (laughs)
3: There's nobody but your mom and your dad. Do you know how your nightmares aren't real? Neither are ghosts or ghouls.
0: What are you staring at? What's this? This is Larry.
3: He isn't from the world you know. Larry just wants a friend. Maybe we should stop reading. Will you be Larry's friend? He just wants a friend. Hello? This thing wants our son a friend. He just wants a friend.
0: Stay away from my son.
3: Did you turn it on?
1: Finish the story.
0: He just wants a friend. Uh, And this is a first-time watch for me. I watched it just a couple of days ago. I was aware of it, but I never really watched it. But I'm kind of notorious for that, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so forgive me. Uh, But that is a movie from 2020 by Mm -hmm. Jacob Chase, who is also the one who created the short film Larry. Larry. not too long before i watched that as well so we'll be able to talk about both but before we do that (coughs) uh i want to ask because this is important how did you guys get into horror
2: um so i personally got into horror when i was very young um Actually, my first ever horror movie that I watched was Pet Cemetery while we were camping. It was raining, and I popped that in, and <laughs> me and my five-year-old little brother watched that, and I um, I loved the anxiety and the way it made me feel, and I just couldn't get enough ever since. Mm-hmm. I was probably like seven, eight years old.
1: Yeah.
0: Good luck. So, yeah. Points. You get points. <laughs> uh,
1: my grandma introduced me to House, 1986. Um I think she was tired of watching uh, Masters of the Universe and Thundercats, and uh, my parents owned a video store, Downtown Video, and um, my grandma just rented that one day and was like, "This should be fun for a five-year-old." And um, really, honestly, I wouldn't be here without House. Like, mm-hmm. that's the movie that not only got me started in the horror genre, but it really, like, I feel like my life began. I know that sounds so corny. But like, you know, cause I was like five, Yeah. You know, obviously my life hadn't even began yet, but when I watched house, there was just something inside me that clicked
3: mm-hmm. and
1: it was just like, I love this. Like yeah. I, I need this in my life all the time. And, um, I, I'm still to this day, a huge fan of that film and it's create without house, without pet cemetery, sledgehammer horror would not exist.
2: Right. You know, there it's you go. think house that yeah. pet cemetery. So I don't know. Most people probably don't know this, but back in the day, you would like record stuff on VHS, and Pet Cemetery was actually recorded on VHS with um, Jason X. So it could have, it could have got what. Either way, (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah. I'm so glad that it was Pet Cemetery.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
0: The OG version of pirating movies. Yes. Yes. Those are, I think, my personal opinion, very good movies. Uh, I like both. So. Mm. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad.
1: <laughs> I'm not a fan of Jason X. Uh, I'll, I couldn't I'll make tell. That, um Like, look, and I'm a huge Friday the Thirteenth fan, but I don't know. I, I know that it, it's like a cult classic now. Yeah. But it's yeah. just, I don't know. I can't. I can't get into it. But I want to.
2: The nitrogen kill is. That's pretty much, cool. Yeah. The only thing that I really like about
1: it. There's, there's funny one line. You know, he just wanted this machete back. Like you know, there are funny one liners <laughs> yeah. and things like that. But overall, yeah. it's just. I don't go into a Friday the Thirteenth movie to see Goofy, you know. Yeah. Like I, that's not what I want. I don't want to see Lifetime Channel special effects and <laughs> terrible acting and shitty characters. Like I know that ninety percent of the movies, I guess you could say, are like that. But I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Something about it.
0: I? I am no. Um, I mean, I appreciate Friday the Thirteenth, but I'm not exactly a um, huge defender sure. of. So I'll just play the fifth on that. Yeah, <laughs> I'll I'll <laughs> that's, just stay quiet.
2: Kind of where I'm at. Yeah. with that franchise
0: fair enough it takes a beating the franchise takes a bit of a beating but that's okay we are here to talk about a different movie which is all right uh so on that same kind of subject what what in your opinions would be the mental illness or illnesses disorder whatever you want to call it that's represented in come play i was like are you thinking no no i mean
1: obviously there's a lot of autism That's talked about throughout the movie yeah um it's the main focal point of the movie is uh low functioning autism um
2: yeah well just um just being accepted by your peers and just wanting a friend mm -hmm. and you know just to feel yeah like i said accepted
1: but there's also that um there's a nice twist to the movie about bullying Mm
2: -hmm.
3: and how
1: sometimes the person that you can perceive as This evil, nasty bully is really someone that's also just trying to be accepted. And when they thought that they themselves were outcast and put out, they lashed out, you know, at the person that they felt was pushing them away. Right. Um, So I love how because there's movies that we love, like Child's Play 3, um, and you have a bully in that movie that never gets his redemption. You know, yeah. And know, it is really nice to see someone that is a bully get a redeeming arc in a movie, especially a young boy.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, so, you know, you have a lot of autism. You have a lot of, uh, you know, being away on an island by yourself. You have that anxiety feeling. Um, and even the mother in the film, she goes through a lot of anxiety about what her son really feels about her. Mm-hmm. And um, something well, that just, people may just or.
2: Trying to connect with him, mm-hmm. you know, like she has issues with that.
1: It's something people may not know about Ken and Ashley, Mm -hmm. not Sledgehammer Horror, but Ken and Ashley. Uh, Autism is very, very close to us Mm -hmm. um, in our own children and our nieces and nephews. Um, I worked as a parapro at our school for a couple of years where I I would work with autistic kids. And um, there's a lot that they do in this movie that is very accurate to the spectrum and how every kid is different. You know, whether you have autism or not, yeah, But every kid is different. And the way that you treat certain things is different for different people. And I love the usage of SpongeBob SquarePants throughout mm-hmm. this film. Mm-hmm. You know, the comfortability that that brings. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, because I mean, that also plays close to home sure. you know, with, with sure. our nephew. Um,
1: and a big thing about this movie, too, is I had a meeting with someone that was high functioning autism. Uh, when I was when I was a parapro and I was working with autistic children, and um, like he was asking me some of the things that I would do, and I told him that you know, hey, look at my eyes, and we'll talk. And he was like, no, nope, 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 nope. He's like, sometimes for someone like me, you know, when I'm looking in someone's eyes, it literally feels like I'm looking in the sun, and it causes me physical pain. Mm-hmm. He's like, so for someone with autism, you should never force them to look you in the eyes. Yeah, yeah. And in this movie, to see that juxtaposition of the mom wanting that affection so bad but knowing not to force it on him to look her in the eyes was something that i felt was super genuine mm-hmm. and super real and she left it out you know she like he won't even look me in the fucking eyes you know like she lets that known you know and um that was a moment in this film that a lot of people might have glazed over that moment yeah and for me that was something that really stuck with me because i know that there are really children that have autism That's what it feels like to them. They feel like if they're looking someone in the eyes, they're getting punished Mm -hmm. and it Mm. causes physical pain to them.
2: I mean, it's just, and you know, if it's not like physical pain, it's just awkward for them to look someone in the eyes. Like it feels awkward
1: and you should never, ever force anybody to do something they don't want to do on any level. Right. But especially a child with autism, that's already having a trouble, like a troubled time, a hard time communicating their feelings to you Mm -hmm. to try to force them to look at you. And they can't communicate the fact that this is painful. Um, for them to touch on that in a, in a horror movie like this was super inspirational to me, you know, cause I was like, this is genuine. Like mm-hmm. that's really what some of these children, unfortunately, that's what they feel. Um, yeah. so you, know, you, you talk about the mental illnesses that come along with the movie, but it, it's also a teaching moment for mm-hmm. people that are watching this movie that may have someone that is low functioning, low communicative autism autism <laughs> in their family. Um, You know, maybe some pointers that they can get go with. Mm -hmm. Do not make them look you in the eye. If they're not doing one thing the way that you want them to focus on the things that they are doing, the ways that they are communicating with you. It may not always be verbal, but they are always trying to communicate with you. So focus on the things that they are trying to communicate instead of the ways that they're not.
2: Well, and just like you talked about the mom, like her frustrations with not completely understanding him. And, and even at one point she was like, why can't you just be normal? You know? And she completely regretted that. Like, because he, you know, he, he can't be normal because he's not normal. And it's okay that he's not normal. Exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah. Normal is subjective anyway.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Exactly. Who wants For sure. to be normal?
1: I don't For sure. know. <laughs> watching this movie, that that scene is one that really broke our hearts.
2: Yeah.
3: When mm. she
1: screamed that at him. Me and her were both just like, ooh, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. You know, because it is different when you you're watching a movie like this, because you really do put yourself in the situation. Mm-hmm when you have the the little boy in this movie really reminds us of our nephew Bryson, Mm -hmm. Um, the way he communicates, how super intelligent he is. Um, Like he just totally reminded us of our nephew. And Mm -hmm. I think that's another reason why you talk about how this can help mental health. Um, We're putting ourselves in the situation and seeing our nephew in the movie. Right. Yeah. And it's Mm -hmm. giving us that clarity of watching him defeat his own demons, so to speak.
0: Yeah, it had to had to work through it with yeah. or without help in a way. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I even that was that moment that you were mentioning there of how she yelled, "Why can't you just be normal?" Immediately reminded me of the Baba Duk. Yeah. yeah. So I imagine in a way those would be obviously they cover different things but can be related yeah, and sure. uh joe bob briggs just last night was you know for mother's day that was one of the movies that he was showing quite uh, accidentally to me coming across that and it kind of made me realize it could be like a double feature in a way for yeah. a mental health mm-hmm. thing so mm-hmm. i thought that was rather interesting i have personally not dealt too closely with ism uh Mm -hmm. either with somebody in my life who has it or myself but in a way i can relate to the concept of directly looking at someone's eyes that was something i i had issues with when i was a kid Mm -hmm. and i guess in some ways still kind of do it just feels intimidating in a way Mm -hmm. so I'm, i'm glad that they did cover that yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that was something that they mentioned. And I, I do agree from my ignorant perspective, it seems like they really were respectful about the autism perspective. Yes. Yes. Yeah,
2: and the young boy um that played, you know, so he, he did such such a great job yeah. with the way he, he portrayed autism, you know.
1: Because a lot of times when you have people that are portraying autism in a film, um you have them just literally being stupid, or, you know, things like that. And he wasn't, he was not, you know, inept. He was not, um, you know, often, you know, he wasn't the stereotypical, Mm. you know, person with mental issues. And that's what I loved about it, too, is there's a lot of children that deal with autism that do have Savant syndrome. And they're extremely intelligent, they just don't know how to communicate how they're feeling. And to watch this young boy in this film that does have his safe spaces, SpongeBob SquarePants, as silly as that sounds, oh, you know, yeah. you know, and he's doing his, you know, the, the touch. You know, yeah, the, he's doing the that. stimming. Yeah, st- the stimming. And it's just like you're watching this, and you, this kid is not on the spectrum, the, the actor. And right. the way that he was able to portray that was fucking beautiful. But there's genuine moments in this film where you feel sad. Like mm. the field scene is heartbreaking. The yeah. ending is devastating. Um it, I, I guess devastatingly beautiful almost in a way. Yeah,
0: me. the the um yeah, what's the term? Beautifully tragic or yeah. something of the sort. Yeah. yeah. I did I did think that was hot. that was easy for me to pick up on that last like scene. And I was sitting there going, ah sh- shit we're crying
3: yeah. fuck yes
0: <laughs> uh but it is, it is a, a beautiful way to wrap it up in a way you you i don't think it's very common in some horror movies to see the parent go that far obviously they'll right. go as far as they can but they don't always go that far they'll want a happy ending or something like that and in a way it is
1: Right, and but she also what I love about that last moment is it's not in vain for her because he does look directly in her eyes. Yeah, you know, so she knows that he loves her in that moment. Um, and some of the ways that they did the practical effects in the film with the sticky hand, like that moment, like that anxiety in that moment where he's got the uh, laser light. That shows you how far away things are, you know, that construction and carpenters use. And um, you know, it's getting closer and closer and closer. And then he uses the sticky hand and it slaps it and stays there. And you're just like, Oh shit. Like, about yeah, to go time out. to back now. up. Thank you. <laughs> time to go. <laughs> like that was another moment that I'm just watching and it's like, oh my gosh. And the way that they set up things, like the field scene, the way that gets set up for the ending. You know, this is a movie that doesn't waste any scenes. The scenes that it has are there for a reason. And I think that that's, yeah, yeah, I I love the way that they set up everything that's going on throughout the film.
0: Yeah. No, I I think it was done quite well. Uh, You kind of mentioned this a little bit, but if you're able, uh, perhaps a little bit more detail on what the first time watching this movie was like for you guys. Did we see this?
2: Did we watch this in a theater?
1: No, it wasn't playing here. We had to wait oh, till did we we watch it uh, here because oh, of, because the, of uh, the pandemic? pandemic
2: yeah. Mm. Um, again, I think this was another movie that we didn't really. It was just something we put on to watch. You know, mm. we were stuck at home.
1: Um, somebody, I can't remember who it was, but somebody gave us a glaring review. Yeah. Of this film, and they were like, knowing us, it was somebody we knew. I want to say Britley.
3: Um, no, no, can came, came here and, watched, out it with and us. watched it with us. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um. Somebody gave us a review and they were like, listen, we know that you're horror fans and we know the extent of what, you know, this type of subject matter would mean to you. Yeah. I think you guys would really dig this film. So and, we
0: rented it on mm-hmm. on something. I don't remember what. but thought, um, Yeah, it was on. Uh, I would see it in the few like red box rental things. Yeah. That were <laughs> still around. That's where I remember seeing it. Yeah. That maybe that's where we got it the Red it
1: might have been but I think we streamed it because I yeah. wanted I'm pretty sure we streamed it because I needed to buy the blu-ray afterwards because I wanted to see we, all we the behind the scenes yeah the we blu-ray. do we did blu-ray, yeah. um, actually my buddy Calvin that's usually in the streams he's uh, he borrowed it yeah um, oh.
2: so yeah we again didn't have didn't really know much about it um,
1: except but, for it was a young man dealing with autism and yeah uh, using an iPad for communication
2: we, mm. we kind of went into it like hoping that it would portray, you know, autism in, in the right light. And, it, and it, in my opinion, it did. So, yeah, I I, I loved it. I, I bawled the first time oh, I watched
1: it. It was yes. a super emotional watch for the both of us. Yeah. There was more than one time where we were the field scene i already talked about when yeah. you were gone um that one hit us pretty hard yeah i don't think i the cried ending. At.
2: I, the ending is when i cried at. i'm i'm mm. a little harder to make cry than he is oh, but. I cried
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm like uh yeah. harry and Lloyd and dumb and dumber when they're crying at the car commercial <laughs> like that's me um but yeah there, there's just so many moments in this film that like i was getting so misty i like even with the dad when the dad's trying so hard to be uh, dad not just friend like, yeah. that's another thing you know and like when the mom and the dad are talking
2: well I think it's so. frustrating for her like I always have to be the disciplinary and your dad you're fun, you're fun so he like you know he comes to you and he you,
1: looks in your eyes yeah
2: he 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 gets that from you and then you know I have to be the one that's tough and like you have to do this or you have to do mm-hmm. that and she I feel like she I guess maybe resented him for that a little bit
1: yeah but Another thing that we both talked about as we're watching was the perfect mix of practical to CGI in this film. Mm-hmm. Um, with horror movies, especially, as we all know, once you really start to get reliant on the CGI, it just doesn't turn out too well most of the time.
3: Yeah. yeah. This
1: one didn't go over reliant because even in the CGI moments, it was very practical. You know, the TV's turning on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Larry the Monster was a very practical monster.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. So the, the. and terrifying.
1: Yeah. He was scary <laughs> as hell. Yeah. Um, and for those of you that don't remember, he won my Maniac he Madness did. this year. He did. No.
2: Plug. Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> um, the boobs are yep.
2: back. Um,
1: but it's just, there's just so many moments throughout this whole film. I've never, like, seriously, I've never in a movie gone from wanting to punch a child to wanting to hug that same child <laughs> yeah. and tell them it's all right. Yeah. You know, and yeah. the, the way that Be- that. That he flips. You really are rooting for him.
2: You are, Once, yeah.
1: Once you find out what happened to him.
2: And why he treated him the way he And did why he treated because, Oliver yeah. so harshly. Oh, yeah, yeah. that made him so mad what they did to him. When they threw the phone yes. and they're <clears>
1: picking <throat> on him. And you're like, what? Yeah. The, what yeah. why? why? Kids don't deserve that. And, and and I think a reason I was mad about it, um, and again, I'm going to go really deep here. <laughs> but And this is just me talking from the community that I live in. So I'm not talking about every community out there. Uh, The school that I worked in, um, the kids with autism were off limits, period. Even the worst, shittiest bullies would never mess with the autistic kids. And it wasn't like because of the parents or the teachers. Even those kids knew that's fucked up. Like, you don't do that. And so I'm watching this and I'm like, this seems so unrealistic to me because they don't do that. Yeah. They don't pick on the autistic kids. They know that that's an off-limits situation. And then you find out that it really was. You know, they had, in his mind, he had a justifiable reason mm-hmm. as to why he was angry at Oliver. He was it,
2: misunderstood.
1: Right. It wasn't, I'm trying to bully you. I'm trying to make you feel small. It was, well, I want you he to-
2: was trying. he was trying to make him feel how he felt. Exactly.
1: I want you to feel what I felt because yeah. you betrayed me, Oliver. You know, and like that. that to me, like- that was realistic. Mm-hmm. That is something a, a kid would do, as a reason for lashing out, is he's hurt because yeah. of what the kid, what he uh, uh, had thought. Yeah, you know, the mom had called and said he didn't want to be his friend anymore, and he's like, "Well, fuck him then." You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, don't want to be my friend then? I love you. Why? So and you, yeah. when you had that moment of them coming up and just yeah. watching Spongebob together, I cried at that moment too. I'm a big baby. I was like, that's fucking beautiful.
2: But again, mom just, you know, was, was try- to she prepare. thought she was doing what was best for him. But, you know, kids, especially ki- every, every kid wants to be accepted. Yeah. Every kid does. Yes. But especially kids that are, you know, that feel different already. Like they want friends. They want to mm-hmm. feel accepted.
1: Well, that, yeah. that's another moment when he's having that communication with his mom. You lied. Yeah you know and like that moment like you feel for the mom cuz she's not going to lie again you know i did what i thought i had to do yeah. and he's like i, I don't, why why would you lie you know like it's another beautiful beautifully written moment mm-hmm. like that the whole like that's i feel like the people involved in this film Really, really did their research into autism to make it as genuine as they could, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. something I really appreciate for what they were trying to do.
0: Absolutely, as someone who actually did their research about something before making a movie wow, what a right. concept! <laughs> on, crazy, on crazy prey,
1: right? on prey. They had Native Americans prey. there that yes. were saying, you know, this is the way that things yeah. have to be done. It wasn't just one person going. Ooh, don't do that. That's offensive. And, you know, the, like, and
2: then them doing it anyway. Yeah, one
1: bureaucrat yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, don't do that. And I feel like that's what they did with this movie. Like, they really went all out to learn everything they could about what someone's suffering with low-functioning autism, non-communicative autism. I can't say that word. Uh, <laughs> they can't communicate. Right. Um, nonverbal is what I'm looking for. Yeah. yeah. They really went all out to do that and show people, this is what that is really like. And it felt extremely real to me to watch those moments.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah. yeah, And I think I got a better, clearer understanding than what I might've had before through the movie. So that's nice. We're always open to that. That's what's important here. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: On kind of a similar subject with mental health. I know personally, I have some of these and I'm sure others do. But what are some kinds of horror movies that you both avoid?
1: You know what I'm going to say, yeah. so I'll let you go ahead and be yours.
2: Um, I avoid like end of the world type things. Um, it gives me, bad, gives me bad anxiety. It just. Mm. Um, we kind of talked about this a little bit last night, but um, yeah, like a, what was that movie we were just?
1: The day after tomorrow. The day
2: after tomorrow. That that gave me horrible anxiety yeah. and um he, i know he's already gonna say this but 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 movies with uh, uh the, the yeah the mm. yeah the,
0: yes.
2: the not yeah
0: that is yeah, the no no yeah the no mm. no that's,
1: i kind of figured but
2: mm-hmm,
1: yeah that um, yeah, no that makes sense yeah essay is something for me that it makes me physically sick mm-hmm. like i feel like my skin gets hot i feel angry I've known too many friends and family that have gone through those type of situations. Yeah. And, um, something I've said since I was young, um, I could, I could hang out with someone that's murdered someone. I can have some level of forgiveness. I don't know what that person did to deserve it. I don't know. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah. There's yeah.
1: never ever no. a reason or an excuse for SA
3: mm.
1: or pedophilia. Those two things mm. to me, those are the only two unforgivable things to Absolutely. me that I just once that happens, that's a wrap, that's out. It's I,
0: I agree with that. Yeah. I uh, certainly agree with that.
1: Yeah. So those two things to me are just like I anything else. um, Oh, I've stolen, and so have I. I've had to feed my family. I've done things I'm not proud of. Um yeah. You know, there's certain. You know, there's things that people do that get them in trouble or get them side eyes. That that's you know that happens, but um you may have a reason to do what you've done
2: yeah nobody's perfect yeah. but,
1: but, um, the, but the, that
2: that is not that's those two things and
1: uh, it's unforgivable
2: yeah
1: it's mm. un you need help you need to um face what you've done because you may not have murdered someone but you, you just ruined murdered
0: someone's life someone. yeah yeah it will you in a way you murdered their spirit we'll put it yeah. that way you've yeah.
1: taken something from them that they will never be able to get back absolutely mm. and like I said, I'm not saying this because oh, I've got daughters. You don't have to have daughters to be a decent no, human being. You
0: no. just have to have empathy. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very and As a man, I'm
1: not going to get too deep into this because it, it's a little too disgusting. But I don't see how physically you could yeah. do it. Yeah. I don't see how physically it would work. I'll say it, that's as much as far as I'll go.
0: Um, I, I think that's that's a clear idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I, just, I don't, I don't get it. I, I. Ugh. That for me and a horror, and again, I'm not saying it's disgusting and people shouldn't watch those things. I know people that have gone through that, and that's an escape for them. Mm-hmm. That's a yeah. way for them to watch, like and, a
2: revenge type story. Yeah, you know, they see that, you know, and they, they
1: they live vicariously through what's happening on film. And again, if that's your coping mechanism, I hope it works. I hope yeah. it helps for someone like me who thinks the Lord above has never gone through anything like that. Um, it's it's still something I can't fathom even to watch. Yeah, it hurts me to watch, and it's just yeah that that's the big thing for me. Essay to answer your question <laughs> in the short answer, <laughs> essay is the one thing I I can't stomach to watch.
0: That was fair enough, and yeah, I can I can also see like you said why people would even say that that is their favorite. Like I spit on your grave. I've seen yeah. several people who say that is their absolute favorite, and. Initially, of course, you're like, "Why the fuck?" And right. then you you think about it a little bit, and you're like, "Okay, so it's like a catharsis therapy. Yeah, exactly. You get closure yes. in a way." That's
1: why. Now, if someone came and was like, "Dude, I spit on your grave," is my favorite. Those three guys had it right. Then I'd be like, "Okay, all I right, we can talk <laughs> yes. ever again." No, but I'm going right. to call someone. Judge anybody by what makes them feel safe. Yeah, right. What makes them feel at home in their chest? So, um, yeah, I'll never judge. But for me, I I can't, I yeah. can't do it.
0: No, I I think that's probably one uh, that I can understand not enjoying. It's also, I imagine one that my mom isn't fond of. <laughs> totally understandable. That and you know seeing kids or animals in danger or worse. You yeah, know, it was it was hell to get her to watch Pumpkinhead. <laughs> oh, like that. Oh. So Just sorry, look at mom. There. Yeah. Sorry (laughs) So uh, I've opened things up a little bit In the chat If anybody has questions For my guest My my esteemed guests All I ask Mm -hmm. Is that you please stay on topic I understand (laughs) other questions But let's try to stay on topic for that In the meantime What do we have here before we get into that Roland Emmerich I'm not familiar with him.
1: Oh, the day after tomorrow. Um, okay. Okay. I, I don't, I said this last night. Uh, you know, action movies just really aren't my thing.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I liked Ransom. I like Con Air. I think Con Air is fantastic. Um, and I remember The Patriot just because of the, I'm not a child. You're my child. Like, I remember Keith Knighty doing that all the time. And it just like cracks me up. <laughs> but like, oh, if you guys knew Keith like this, that would totally make, am I wrong? Like, that would totally make sense yeah. if they knew Keith. Um, sure. <laughs> but like, The Day After Tomorrow is a movie that really genuinely freaked me out. Like, it scared mm. me. I'm yeah. with you guys. Like, they, those movies, I'm not like, they're not triggers of mine the way SA is, but they yeah. scare me.
2: They do me yeah. too. Like, I, I want to board up my windows and
1: <laughs> which death doesn't scare me. Um, it yeah. used to
2: freezing to death scares right. me, or driving yeah. to death. Yeah.
1: Uh, whatever plane of existence my mother's on now, I'll be with her. So the thought of death now doesn't scare me, but the thought of what my children will go through when I pass, that's what scares me. Um, So yeah, those type of movies. I will say, and I don't know how many people know this, I think I've talked about it once or twice live. The movie that messed me up the most. Do you remember what it is?
2: Um,
3: The Truman Show? The
1: Truman Show. Yeah. Completely. Mm -hmm. Like, I thought that that was me. I thought that they were hinting to me that my whole life was a movie and everybody was watching me, and I had this like really bad nervous breakdown. And uh, yeah. I
2: don't mean to laugh, but yeah,
1: thanks. <laughs> You're so good. I know the
3: I know. show. You're like, oh, That's I, me. Everybody I, loves yeah, me.
1: The whole world revolves around me. It's the sled show, you know. But, like I really did. As bad as it sounds, like you were with me. Like you know, like
2: I. I- <laughs> I I heard of this, but I you didn't have your mental breakdown.
1: No, I had my mental breakdown before yeah. we were like a thing. But, but
2: I did hear about it.
1: Yeah, it was a bad day in Kenny time, <laughs> Yeah, I'll tell you that. Uh, that's fair. I
0: can I can see that. Uh, yeah, the end of the world type of stuff. No thanks. That yeah. for many years that's been on my list of no, I don't think so. Yeah, <laughs> not today. I lived that's through right. the point where they were talking about 2012. Man, that's it. Thanks. Yeah, that's great. i um, love it's to mess- hear about that.
1: <laughs> I pissed the guy off so bad. Oh, geez. Because he was talking about, you know, 2012. And I was like, why? Why do you think that the world's going to end? He was like, because the Mayan calendar ends December 21st, 2012. I was like, dude, my calendar ends January 31st. And then it or December 31st, and then it starts over again. I was like, I don't give a shit what the Mayans said. This is, I'm we got just, so emotional with me.
2: I'm not gonna oh, lie, God. when I was a little kid and I thought that Y2K, Y2K. was gonna wipe us out, I was terrified. I was mm-hmm. a little girl, like sitting on my bubble chair, like waiting for, <laughs> yeah, I, ha- I sitting had one bubble- of ha- those blow up bubble chairs, watching okay.
1: Halloween resurrection. <laughs> like, if I'm going out, I'm going out with you, Mike. Yes, Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It could be, Wes.
1: <laughs>
0: At Marvelous, I'm sure we've uh, all gone through many different end-of-the-world scenarios. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And here we are. <laughs> Who would be your individual comfort character or characters that perhaps you relate to most? Doesn't have to be horror. Okay.
2: Um, I'm going to go with Toni Collette because like she, I think she's like the best horror mom ever. But, and I like, I we like, say like an
1: actor or actress oh, like or a, like an actual character in a film.
0: Uh, well character primarily, but I mean, Toni Collette's played a lot of characters.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, right. she's a, she's a mom, like the mom right. aspect of her. Like, I feel like she would be very comforting for me because that's who I look for in someone is my mom, you know, sure. like that's my comfort.
1: And what would work with that is, like, it's not just horror. You're, like, look at Little Miss Sunshine and how great yes. Tony Collette was as the mother in Little Miss Sunshine. Like, that was a fucking great movie.
2: Yeah, and, I mean, she's she's just a good horror mom. Well, she's just, a like, a mom in a movie. Like, a good one in general.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, my comfort horror person. You know what? It's gonna sound really silly, but I would like for uh, Bill Putnam... From Casper, I'd like to kick it um, with him. Yeah. He was a good, he was a good horror dad. Like I he think me was, and him,
3: yeah.
1: You know, we were relatable on a lot of levels. Um, Gomez Adams, you know, because I think he's the perfect husband. Like he's a husband I strive to be. With how much he loves like his wife, he's so life. in
2: love with her. Yeah. And, but yeah. like he's funny, but he's creepy. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, he's pretty
1: cool. So yeah, Gomez would be one that I think that I could you know really really associate with younger Ken would probably say Shelly from Friday 3.
2: <laughs> oh gosh. Uh,
1: me and My Shelley, have we've happy. matured. <laughs> <laughs> me me and Shelly man we, we'd have gone rounds like we'd have had a lot of fun together. Um do <laughs> mocker I think me and me and Stu we we would have some fun together um I'm gonna know. comfort you you know what final answer ed and Lorraine the conjuring
2: yeah
3: yeah I, I think that I, that. I
1: could I could learn a lot from them not just like in their relationship but like as human beings with all the stuff that they've seen and been through
2: like yeah they've been through all this crap and they right. still make time for each other and their child exactly and, yeah so if uh, you if, if there's anybody that can make a you know a, a relationship work it's them yeah, going, yeah. So, i feel like if we were like trying to find ghosts we'd be fighting like
1: <laughs> yeah oh for sure <laughs> it'd, it'd be too high stress it's like, it's like <laughs> God get <laughs> I don't don't like... cross the fucking strings! Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, mean, enough.
0: I, uh, I think those are some marvelous answers, actually. Uh, Ed and Lorraine. Uh, the more I learn about like the real Ed and Lorraine, I'm like, I like the movie versions much better now. <laughs> Thank <Way> you. <laughs>
1: better. And I was so going to say, like I want to preface this, this by the fictional versions. Right. Of, not the real-life yeah. money-laundering Ed and Lorraine, mm-hmm. but like the fictionalized, perfect Ed and Lorraine right much, who, better who by that. Yeah.
0: much better example uh, yeah
1: as a much better uh and of
0: course gomez's goals need we say more oh yeah uh and i think it's interesting you mentioned uh fuck, now i'm forgetting his name harvey specifically from uh casper harvey casper.
3: Yep.
0: uh the i've noticed that over the years the more i look at that actor i'm like maybe uh <laughs> <laughs> The, the underrated horror daddy, uh, (laughs) once again, not to go too heavy into things here, but, uh, what would you guys like to say to anybody who is listening, watching, who might be dealing with similar matter as like, what's seen in
1: come play? Our DMs are always open. You are never ever alone.
2: And nobody's, nobody's perfect. Nobody's ever the perfect parent. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it can be stressful um, when your kids are normal, let alone if your kids have, you know, a disability and it, it's, it'll take a toll on you. And yeah. so don't ever feel bad about yourself. Don't put yourself down. And if you need someone to talk to yeah, we're absolutely here.
1: Ashley, uh, through Facebook, Instagram, her DMs are open. Me through Twitter, Instagram, my DMs are always open we talk to everybody that dms us unless it's something wildly inappropriate yeah Um, yeah you know um if you ever want like i said sometimes it's easier to talk to somebody when you're not face to face somebody that you feel like isn't judging you on what you're saying to them
2: or that will Um, understand where you're coming from
1: right because not only have we been on this planet for over 30 years over 70 years combined um
2: don't be telling (laughs) everybody how old we are um
1: (laughs) we have children i'm, I'm we only have a, 20. <laughs> we have a well that yes. makes that makes me 50. right um we have children that are 14 11 and 3. he's
2: 15
1: now um 15 <laughs> holy shit yeah. he, just, he just turned 15.
0: ah yes that's um, right happy <laughs> belated <birth. laughs> yes. yeah
1: so we we know what it's like to be a young person too no cap um we we understand you do not
2: know we understand i'm ending it right stop now Stop trying. Um, <laughs>
1: I got that Riz if you need someone to talk to. He does, <laughs> not.
2: He does not.
1: I might hit the gritty,
2: but <laughs> I, I know God. what's going
1: on. I know what time it is. All right. Well. <laughs> That's all the time we got yeah. for tonight, guys. Yes. Yes. So I, says, look, I know what
2: time it is, too. Bye. <laughs> I'm
1: so glad
0: I invited you. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is why
2: like nobody's on their channel, right. Ken.
0: I'm going to get yelled at when we're done. It's In case anybody didn't know, Ken's very hip to the game. Okay yeah, yeah. Mm. if you will plug away
1: uh, to, uh actually tomorrow is our new this week on sledgehammer horror so you guys will see what's coming up this week mm-hmm. something very exciting we have a very special episode of my first horror movie premiering tuesday with mr lloyd kaufman of trauma industries mm-hmm. um that was a dream come true to be able to work with him um, our In Defense Of with Haunted Hippie is coming up. Our In Defense Of with Dice Rollin' is coming up. With Ryan1988 is also coming up. We
2: got some doozies and we're mm. defending them.
1: Yes, <laughs> Yes, we are defending some films. We are. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just, um, we're really excited about the direction things are going. Um, we're starting to, we're going to start reviewing more films. Um, for members of the channel, we're going to start doing some acting um scenes we're doing I, we're going to say it because uh we're our first scene okay i'm going to take the camera oh down for gosh. a second okay
2: Ooh. i'm glad i have pants on <laughs> <laughs>
0: don't
1: worry, it's a, a podcast t- no one will see <laughs> ashley has a tattoo here that says don't you ever think about the future with leela from futurama's hair and mine says well sure if i can find it where'd i go <laughs> there it is mine says we'll shit, but you're always in it with Fry's hair, and we're going to act out that scene as the first scene that we're going to do together mm-hmm. um for members only so become a member of sledgehammer horror funny enough channel.
2: we already have those costumes
1: yeah and we already got the <laughs> Friday, but...
2: <laughs>
0: we've got the cosplays
1: yeah. don't ask why yeah. we have those we See, got doesn't it always pay to be a nerd <laughs> We got about three years and nine months ago and Kenley's three. So I don't remember why we got those costumes. Um, but, uh, um, for those of you that don't know, I'm a huge Futurama fan. Mm -hmm. Not only do my wife and I have matching Futurama tattoos. I have a life size not life size, but (laughs) (laughs)
2: it takes up your whole body.
1: Yeah. My whole body. I have a bender (laughs) tattoo on my shin. Um, I've got a little bender down there. Uh, Futurama is very important to me. Um, a show that probably saved my life in a time where I was, you know, you talk about mental health,
2: hmm.
3: a
1: show that really, really helped my mental health when it was probably the Fair. lowest it's ever been. That
2: could have been your comfort. Bender.
1: Bender. Yeah. Either Bender well, or Fry. I think I relate is, more to Fry. But. I think
0: we, we've got several, you know, there's a list. Everybody has a list, you know? Yeah. And, and then later on you're going, oh yeah. Brian.
1: That, that's how it always goes right. for like, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're going to start acting out scenes for members. Uh, just something fun that Ashley and I wanted to do. Um, and the first one, we just thought it would be fitting to do that that clip from Futurama, just because um, another thing people may not know, I am a musician. I, I play, if there's an instrument that has strings, keys, or you can hit it, I, I probably play it. Um, and one of the first songs I wrote for Ashley was a song called uh, "Except You. And the song literally starts off with, the first verse starts off with, we're watching my favorite show about rockets, the future, and a robot. And my stomach is tied in knots. You know, like, it's just like, uh, that's how much Futurama sculpted our relationship. You know, we used to hang out at night and watch Futurama every night.
2: Back when we were
1: kids. Yeah, back when we were kids. And um, it was always special to us. It was like horror movies, Futurama, and Grounded for Life.
3: is what <laughs> yeah. we grew
1: up on. Um and so, uh, that's another thing that I could do a whole three-day podcast on as Futurama and
0: mm-hmm. what that
1: show means. You talk about crying, like, it's an animated show, and I've cried, like, easily five episodes. I can do five episodes off the top of my head that I I've fucking stopped. I've heard stories. <laughs> oh, man. I- I've heard stories, yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm so telling you,
1: they, right after my mom had passed, we had watched an episode called Game of Tones. And for those of you that aren't familiar with Futurama... The main character is philip j fry he falls in a cryogenic uh container in the year 1999 he gets frozen and he wakes up in 2999 right at the turn of the millennium in the year 3000 so everybody he knew is dead and in this episode he just keeps thinking about his mom and what he would say to his mom if he had the chance and um nibbler who is another character in the f- show gives fry that opportunity at the end of the episode and he's sitting there and he's like um yeah he finds out that the uh Wisconsin Badgers beat Rutgers, uh, 24 to 17 in the Rose bowl. And, um, he's like, wait a minute. I don't remember this. I wasn't here for this. How can I know? And Nibbler's like, this isn't your dream. This is your mom's dream. So you can have that comfort and closure with your mom. And, uh, he's like, mom, there's so many things I want to say to you. And she's like, well, what do you want to say? And they just hug and like, oh man, like, uh, uh, it's like when you lose someone unexpectedly. Yeah. Um, you just you fall apart, mm-hmm. like you you completely fall apart, and you want those moments of what if I could go back and tell them the things I wanted to say, I wouldn't. I would just hold them, yeah, you know, and never ever let them go. And um, yeah, like I said, are so you gonna
2: have us all crying. Um <laughs> that's,
1: that's just a uh, that was an episode that really really like Jurassic Bark, you know, like with the dog, like that's one that got me. Luck of the Fryish with Fry's nephew, holy shit, cried like a baby in that one it's just it's a it's a it's a comedy show that's animated but it's so smart like Mm -hmm. the writing is so
2: well it's the same writers that do
1: the Simpsons right right and they know what they're doing yeah and the Simpsons have had their fair share of emotional moments too but not like Futurama like the the intelligence that goes behind Futurama and the writing um it's just it's it's something special and I can't wait for it to come back Mm -hmm. it has been announced it's coming back um, that's right so nerds got- get ready i know i'm so ready like <laughs> oh, damn i'm ready I, know. I went off the deep end there with game you of Thrones. i
0: was like dang he's gonna
1: start crying <laughs> yeah that episode <laughs> was something else man
0: you didn't know you had to bring tissues now did you
1: that's I'm saying. We're oh. talking about mental health. I gotta go the, all out.
2: I know. I was gonna going say, the emotions that we've gone through on this live. Yeah, tonight. it's a whole spectrum. So yeah. This is legit is.
1: and one of my favorite things I've ever done.
2: Crying, they feel a little disgusted. Yeah, you know, maybe laugh a little bit.
1: Well, I love that we can hang out with one of our best friends and talk about. Yeah. Mental health and how special it is, and
3: yeah. it is a great
1: yeah. thing you're doing because you don't know if that it's one like, listener is gonna listen to this and realize that there are people yeah. out there that are going through the same things mm-hmm. or have gone through the same things and. Uh, like I said, Ashley and I, were we're always available to yeah, talk. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's just, we, we would never want someone to feel alone, alone yeah. or isolated yeah. or like they're, they're, like, it's not going to get any better. I we promise have, you it's I better. I
2: feel like we've all been there yeah. at one point in our <laughs> lives. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. we, we've all always needed that person to be there for us. Mm-hmm. And I promise you, Ashley and I will be that person if you guys can need to reach out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we will always keep our DMs open. Like I said, as long as it's appropriate. Yeah, um, Don't be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> L- oh, literally. Yeah, literally. Uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah,
2: no one wants to see that. Believe
1: me. I've been married 18 years. Trust me, she doesn't want to see it. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the <laughs> it's just that that's the thing. You know, as long as if you're reaching out for help or you're just needing someone to talk to. We will always be there. Mm -hmm. Always. Ashley will never be like, yo, you're a girl. Don't message my man. And I'll never be like, yo, you're a dude. Don't message my girl. Reach out to us if you need help. Yeah, That's important. It's important for you to have someone that's there for you. It's important to know that you can trust the people you're talking to. Mm -hmm. Ashley and I will always be there. We will always have your best interest at heart. I promise.
0: Yeah, And I can confirm. I don't know if you'll base anything off of what I say. I wouldn't uh but i can confirm that these are two of the nicest warmest kindest most uh, open people from day one of talking to me that i've ever encountered so uh i would absolutely say like i said links in the description if you need to or if you just want to if you want to yeah. check out what they do which i do recommend so <laughs> with that are you are you crying yet are you right. well, we Hello, man. <laughs> with that we have questions i believe uh Uh, From Russell Dorsey, Dorsey, forgive me. Uh, If you could remake any horror movie, what should it be?
1: Like, I want to clarify this. I'm going to answer it one way, but are you saying if we, as a team, could remake one, or if we could see a horror movie remade? Um, Because I don't know if me and Ashley could remake one. um, Oh man, I don't even know. (laughs) Like, there's. me personally, I would do a bigger budget. Sometimes they come back.
2: Hmm. Yeah, that's
1: that's um, what I would do. I, I think would. we're
2: getting this already, but I really want to see a new people under the I, stairs. I pointed right at her post. I, I, yeah, yes. But I, I think we are going to get this.
1: Yeah, I, I would love to see sometimes they come back with an actual, you know, not a made for TV one. I'd love to see a theatrical. Sometimes they come back.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I'll play Jim Norman. I'm just throwing that out there and putting my name in the hat. Yeah, if anybody's Jaden. looking, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> once um, again,
0: links in the description.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that's a movie. Yeah. I know that you appreciate that movie as well. Dice. Um, I I love that movie. I've loved that movie since I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And I think that um, if they could put an actual budget into that film and, you know, not just a made for look what they did with it. 2019, 2017 when they had a budget. Now, even if you don't like the films, they look fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Everything about those films look great. And I, you know, could you imagine sometimes they come back like that? Oh, like with, you know, like when it, the face. uh we the must face. be bored if we're doing yes. shit like this, man. Like, uh, it could just be really, really dope. So I for agree. me, Russell, if I could personally remake one, I would want to do. Sometimes they come mm-hmm.
2: back. People under the stairs. I I would like to do that, but yeah. it would you would have to have the right cast.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: To
0: make it, you know. Is what makes before. things very good if you get the yes. right cast. So yeah. absolutely. Right uh from Bronson, right wolf i don't recognize any of the actors from come play i don't remember seeing any other movie with those actors in them although i think it's pretty something (laughs) that come play is based on a short film from 2017 yeah yeah and i I watched it film short film and behind the scenes is how Mm -hmm. i did that so
1: um, it's, it's amazing. A lot of the films that I really, really like started off as shorts. Mm-hmm. Saw yeah. started off as a short. Lights Out started it's out it, as a short. Yeah. Um, I was
0: following that. I forget his name, so I'm sorry. Uh, but I was following that guy on YouTube who ended up being the director for Lights Out and I believe even yeah. Annabelle Creation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so I was like, <laughs> when I was uh, seeing him go into a, a feature director
1: kind of right so it's cool to see that i like to see that yeah i I agree when you get to see someone make their dream come true um i don't have a band anymore my band in high school was called hearts bleed black how Um, emo yeah
2: (laughs) he was so emo i
1: was very very emo
2: he's the guitar player i was the
1: guitar (laughs) player in an emo band yeah um (laughs) The one that I did that was just me, which is funny because everything you hear on Sledgehammer Horror, uh, a lot of what you hear in the short film, um, Home is Where the Haunt Is, is all me. Well,
2: even our intro. Yeah, the intro. When we did the live. Yeah, you did that. Uh,
1: I did all that. Um, I've been playing music since I can remember, too. Um, But yeah, uh, the the acoustic stuff I did uh, as a full band was called Squid Fight it was just me i just really like the name squid fight i thought that was <laughs> cool which is actually from a futurama episode um i feel like
2: you've had a hundred thousand different names i
1: have uh, Amora
2: <laughs> Seneca. i was in a like, band called amora yeah. a
1: band called seneca uh mio kalaska yep um I, I don't play much anymore i mean i sit around and i play my guitar and i annoy the fuck out of ashley um <laughs> You
2: don't
1: even play it when I'm home. <laughs> but uh, I just don't have the time. I love it, uh, but like I said, with sledgehammer horror, being a baseball coach, um, being a father, being a husband, working full time—you know—you just got to manage your time. You and... really
2: have so many hours in the day.
1: Yeah. So that's yeah. You know, that's pretty much it for me. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna throw it out there. If I could sing, I would have been a rock star, man. I can write music really well. I, I'm, I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I'm very rarely <laughs> like that. I'm like that every day. But um
2: I mean you thought people were watching your entire life. That's true. I am pretty <laughs> I'm just vain. Kidding.
1: But I think I think I write good music for like You do. You if do. if you like uh indie acoustic emo sad shit that makes you want to bash your face into a wall because you're crying. Um
2: Yeah. And you say I'm emo.
1: I'm so <laughs> like I was so the emo kid growing up, like in a, Anybody- in a town where, Anybody who listened to My Chemical Romance, listen.
0: That includes yeah. me.
1: So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny because back then, like, I was, I was so, like... Like, I liked My Chemical Romance, but I was like, they're a little too mainstream for me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, I liked them, but, like, I was like, you gotta listen to Penfold or Mineral, man. Like, that's oh where gosh. the emo scene is. You know, like, I was such a fucking snob. I feel Fli- so bad.
2: Flipping his hair.
1: I did. Oh, I, was like, I was such a fucking like douchebag when it came to music. I was like, yo, yeah, man. yeah, like, That's like the mainstream that's- shit, bro. Like, if you want the good shit, I'll show you what the good shit is. Like, I was such a snob. If anybody out there <laughs> ever total, stumbles upon this... You still this,
2: are a snob. You, like, never let me have the radio when we're
0: driving.
1: Yeah, because your music sucks. You never you're let never
0: me have stop. the aux cord.
1: Uh, uh, he doesn't! <laughs> uh, if anybody ever stumbles upon this that I went to high school with, I'm sorry if I was a dick. <laughs> Especially if, if Carly Bowling, if you're watching this ever... Um okay. No, dude, like you're listen, just
2: like going off
1: the deep end. No, <laughs> I got like, tell the story real quick. Cause I think about you know, like how sometimes you lay in bed, you just think of something. <laughs> At like 1 a.m. Like you're like idiot. Oh,
2: yeah.
1: Um, I don't know why I did this, man, but Carly Bowling, if you're out there, I'm so sorry. Uh <laughs> me and Bill, who uh you guys know, if you've seen the short film Homeless Where the haunt is, he's the whiskey ghost. Um He's been Ashley and I's best friend since we were, like, fucking five years old. And
2: well, yours. Yeah. But he was my, he's was. he been my friend since I've known you. Right.
1: And then Justin, another guy. He was the drummer in our band. And um, we told our uh, AC, advanced conditioning teacher, uh, we were like, yeah, we'll work out and lift weights and do that dumb shit if you let us choose the music for this. And he was like, uh, okay. He's like, and so... I, I remember this perfectly. I, I played Coheed and Cambria, and I played the song uh, A Favorite House Atlantic, uh, Good Eye Sniper song. Yes. And uh, Carly Bowling came up to me. She's like, this song's really cool. Who is this? So I was like, oh, there's this underground band called Tomb. You won't find it anywhere. Oh,
3: my and, like, gosh. I was such a
1: dick. Like, I was <laughs> such a dick, man. And, like, I should have welcomed her. You know, if, if it was yeah. 37-year-old Ken, I'd be like, this is Coheed and Cambria, dude. I got a tattoo of him on my arm. Like they're so dope. You should check them out because they're fucking amazing. But I was like, if if she hears them, she's one of those, you know, I don't want to say she was a preppy girl, because she was really kind. She wasn't like a dick like a lot of the preppy kids were. But she was I was like, if she starts to like it, it's gonna be popular. And if it becomes popular, that's what it's went into your suck. mind. I know. Had- I know. <laughs> like I had one of the foretold moms, the future. So, I had one of those that's so raven moments where it was oh like my God. <laughs> You know, like, and I was like, "No, nah, they're this underground band called Tomb. You'll, you'll never find them anywhere." Like two weeks later, she was rocking a Coheed shirt. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs>
2: she,
3: yeah.
1: Found yeah. Him. she found them. Um,
2: so it didn't work. Your
1: plan didn't. Yeah, work. I, I know. But like, I've, I've always thought about that because she had to think afterwards that I was such a douchebag. I'm not. Like, I've never really been a douchebag. I was just kind of an idiot. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> I well, there is but... a
0: difference, you know, between being an idiot and a douchebag. Yeah. Yeah, there's Phoenix also a douchebag idiot. <laughs>
2: You know the things I think about at night? Is, it's like <laughs> when someone's waving and they're really not waving at me and I wave back.
3: Like, that's the stuff that
1: I thought of. Like oh I think Carly <laughs> Bullock. It, it, but it's even to the point where, like, I've, like, tried to find her on social media to apologize. Like, like it's going to be like Billy Madison and she's going to, like, start polishing the gun and put the lipstick on and cross my name off a list. <laughs> like, like that's what it's going to be like when I finally apologize. I'm sorry I told you Cody Cambria was too Carly Bowling, please forgive me be you. Oh,
0: So if you're man. out there listening Sorry Dad, I'm so sorry, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I think we have, yes, time for just one more question Bronson once again uh, Do you guys think Vampire in Brooklyn should be remade? I don't think so but I'm just curious to see what you guys think. I have not seen it yet, so I cannot I, speak I on it. I haven't seen it either.
1: Um, it's one of those moves. Again, I am not inherently against remakes. I think if you can take something and you can make it your own. But when it, we always talk about casting.
3: Yeah.
1: And trying to one-up Eddie Murphy for a role like this is going to fall flat, just like it did with Robert Englund and Freddie. You're mm. not going to get Especially if they did something like fucking, what's that guy's name that I hate? Yeah, I'm in my body. Yeah, yeah, Kevin Hart. Yeah, like you probably oh. like <laughs> Kevin Hart or some shit. Um, you know, and it's just like, would I watch it? Of course, of course, I would watch it. I I love Vampire in Brooklyn. I love Eddie Murphy. Growing up, he was my dad's favorite comedian. You know, me and my dad used to argue who was funnier, Chappelle or Murphy. You know, me and my son argue now who's funnier, Hart or Chappelle. You know, and you, Chris Rock is in there. Um. But, yeah, I'm going off the deep end again. Son of a bitch. <laughs> would I personally like to, would I like to see it remade? No. I could do without. I think the movie's fine the way it is. But if it
2: was, you would watch it? But
1: I would absolutely check it out if it was remade and they casted it right. Like I yes. said, if, if, I, if I knew that it was going to be like fucking Kevin Hart, I probably would not watch it.
0: Um, I'll only watch it so I can shit on it. <laughs>
1: yes. Like, and, again, I don't, like, I think Kevin Hart, the stand-up comedian, is just fine. I think mm-hmm. he's funny. He makes me laugh. I think Kevin Hart, the actor, I want to punch him in his fucking face. Because he does not have any range. He has no depth. He's the same dude in everything he does. "Ah, ah, What what happened to my body? Ah, ah," It's just that same fucking guy in everything he does. That fucking boy. That fucking guy. That fucking guy. Um, So, yeah, I wouldn't be interested if it was something like that. But if it was something where they were trying to make the plot and the story better through the enhancements that we have now, of course I would check it out. I would not actively root for it. I wouldn't like sign a petition for it or some shit if I was walking down the street, you know. <laughs> like, but yeah, I'd, I'd check it out.
0: Okay, that's fair. Uh, Jerks says exactly. perfect way that's, it is.
1: That's my fear.
0: Uh, it will Sally get coming to America treatment? Uh, possibly. I'm
1: coming afraid. To America,
0: there's stupid. there's so. a lot of remakes going on. I'm afraid. So you know, take her yeah. or leave it. I guess. Yep. Well, for thanks. Sure. I agree. It should thanks, be left i would like to thank everybody who came out to ask questions to observe to interact always appreciated we will be having more episodes like this this is the kind of format that i want to do is uh live stream so that you guys can participate and then later on i will convert it edit it a little bit make it shiny for podcasting and we'll see how that goes this is the first
1: episode so be nice I can't wait. No, we're uh,
2: excited. We got to
1: be the thing. Yes. Yeah. I'm, and I'm being genuine, like hundred percent serious right now. Um, oh, I don't have my mom's necklace on, but I was gonna swear <laughs> on my mom. This is one of the fa- my favorite things Where I've is ever your done. Mom? I don't
0: know. Uh I think where's, um, where's your mouth? Anytime we
1: get to work with you, Dice is just fucking yeah. fantastic. And the fact that we got to talk about something that's so close to the both of us, mm-hmm. this was this was great. And you know, the chat was awesome. People were being kind and sweet, and I can't wait to see the episodes you have coming up.
2: Yeah. This
1: is awesome. I appreciate you guys doing this. Because like I said,
0: I've mentioned this maybe a couple times probably. uh, You guys are the first people that came to mind when I was figuring this out. I have been trying to formulate it a little bit for a while now. I'm sure several people that I've thrown the idea out uh, who went enthusiastically uh, already know this. I finally went, okay, you know what? Fuck this. I need to get this going. So, yeah, yeah, you guys are the first ones that came to mind. because. I knew that you guys would be very open and wanting to do something like this. So, yeah. I, that's a good way to start it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, and I appreciate you greatly, of course, for agreeing to do so and being vulnerable, I guess is the best way, uh, for hopefully helping somebody out there who might yeah. need this or maybe someone who would learn something from mm-hmm. this.
1: That's, who that's all we hope for. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. To, be, to be a
1: light for somebody that needs it,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, and that's that's the whole idea behind this. Aside from entertaining and perhaps bringing to light some movies that people didn't know mm-hmm. or didn't know the meaning of, mm-hmm. maybe this yeah. will be helpful for some people. So if that's you, the
1: whole idea. Please, if you haven't, please check out Come Play, yeah. But, um, it's it's such you know, like, it, is it the perfect movie? No. No, but it's a movie I've watched more than once, which is not something I can say about a lot of movies. Right.
2: I mean, even we're like inviting people over to watch it with
3: us. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we brought we brought my cousin, one yeah. of our best friends, we brought her over to watch it with us. So I mean, it's you know, we we that's how much it meant to us. We wanted to immediately share it with others. So uh, <laughs> and, I
2: mean you're passing it around too to like. Yeah, Calvin things. has it yeah. right now.
1: Yeah,
0: so that's <laughs> Calvin, how if you're around. out there <laughs> We know you made uh <laughs> See that's that's the whole idea behind this. Yeah. So, ha. which is awesome.
1: We are honored we were able to be the first episode. Like we that's are. that's like uh if I could have a trophy for that it'd be at the top of the mantle. Thank you Dice. <laughs> yeah. We appreciate that.
0: I don't know if I have a trophy to give, but maybe I'll make (laughs) little stickers. I don't know. (laughs) Made little stickers, I don't know. Right. Uh, And of course, yeah, if you came in late, no worries. Totally fine. I know YouTube is very good about their notifications. Mm. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) You can always watch this. I'm not monetized, so it's not like I can can make it into a members only thing. Don't worry about it. Uh, I kind of figure I'll just keep this in the brain mucus playlist on my channel so you can watch. And listen, I know I've already mentioned this, but uh, thank you to Ken and Ashley for Mm -hmm. joining me for this first episode. A delight as always. And this will probably be like a monthly thing. So a new episode each month. That's how I see others do it. So I figured... Why not? Perfect. Uh, And so far, I believe I'm okay to go ahead and say this. I already have two other guests lined up and we're going to be doing streams for this i'm not gonna reveal the movies yet but i'm I'm gonna mention the guests next week i believe cody leach is going to be on the week after that i know i i was like okay we'll send we'll send the question he's like i love that idea let's do it I'm Uh,
1: all right fuck yeah
0: uh and then after that we have solise of sweet and spooky
1: yes yes our girl Yes.
3: yes
0: Lessa. She was also 100% on board, so I'm I'm very glad to see such an enthusiastic response from this. And, of course, there's the list keeps getting longer, so don't worry about it. I,
1: I just got to throw this out there with how funny this really, really is. Like, how loving and tight our community yeah. is. Like, yeah. our first...
2: Well, I mean, yeah, like...
1: Our, our first three episodes our In-Defensive
2: of
3: In Our were...
1: are Dice Rolling, Cody Leach, Solis. Yeah. <laughs> like,
2: that's...
1: Yeah. that's you know, like, th- those are the first people we reached out to, man. And it's just, like, I fucking love our community mm-hmm. and just how supportive everybody is of each other and how we're all, like, we, we come up with this idea and we bounce it off each other and we're, like, let's fucking do it. Yeah. You know, let's let's make this happen and let's work together. Like, yeah, God, it's so fucking special. It is. It's awesome. Like, as dirty and disgusting as the internet can be at times, like, moments like this are just, like, it's so special. Yeah. I would yeah. have killed to have this type of outlet when I was a teenager. Oh,
2: I know. Oh, i was yeah. just thinking that, like, you know how cool it is now to like be in this horror community. Like,
0: it's been awesome.
1: Even to- though I'm geriatric at this point. Yeah, that's I, true. Have a, I'm, I, I'm I have a. I I have. My mom those,
0: will be in contact right now <laughs> saying.
1: I have one of those blocks of pill things. The, the daily <laughs> I have one, one, one of those. Shut break. up.
0: <laughs> those were from my vitamins. Shut up.
2: <laughs> now, now he's getting really raw.
0: <laughs> now
1: we're getting really raw. You're up. Oh God.
0: <laughs> but no you you're right because I I think a lot of us can probably have a similar sentiment, shall we say. But yeah, no, there were speaking of mental health. There were several times in like the early years and before of my YouTube channel where I was like, I don't know anybody. I'm on my own with this. Uh great. Great. You know, many many a dark night as it were. But now, yeah, if I could go back and talk to twenty-year-old me or earlier and go, Hey, guess what? Then I I probably would have been like, You're fucking lying. <laughs> so <laughs> it's really, really cool. Yeah. As, One question as, that as as I
1: get I don't know if you get it too, babe, but like when people are like you you, you guys are so successful with Sledgehammer horror, that's so cool. And it's like our success level with Sledgehammer horror has nothing to do with money or views or subs. It's the friendships that we've made. Yeah. Uh, what a ghoul wants, Anna. Yeah, We got to meet up with her and go out and see a flick. We went and see an ex together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the friends that we've made, the people like that I genuinely care yeah, about, that I talk to, to once or twice s- a
2: week. We're hoping to see Celise summer. Yep, we're hoping
1: to go out and yeah. visit Celise this summer. It's just, you know, there's so many people that Michael Colomb, who's a who's a very yeah, good friend we of mine see, now. We, we, we met went him. to California to be able to see him and I love him. I we'll be reviewing one of his movies here in the next couple of weeks. Um and it's just, you know, like I it without without sounding sappy or you know too late. <laughs> That's what <laughs> right. you do. That's I know. what you do. I know, but it's just like it's not just, you know, it's not just dice and Cody and Solis it's Nathan it's Russell it's John it's It's our community you know it's it's the people that come every week and hang out with us like I know to some people it's like oh I'm just gonna go hang out and you know watch YouTube for a little bit and chat for us that's the world Mm -hmm. you know I'm so excited when I see you guys in here chatting with us and (laughs) like to know that we mean something to you guys like you mean to us like that's so yeah. fucking rad so thank you guys yeah. everybody in the chat like we love you all too thank you, you. you guys are
0: just A part of our weekly as life. important yes
1: keep that in yes. mind it's very important
0: once again thank you everybody stay tuned for the next episode of this that will be streaming here on this channel and until then Think about your mental health, darling, watch a good horror movie, if not come play, perhaps one of your favorites, and we can talk about that in the comments as well. So with that, I say good morning, good night, good evening, good afternoon.